Hello, and welcome to the White's Chapel Sermon Podcast. We're so glad you've taken the time to listen to our weekly sermons. This is a quick way to enjoy or even revisit a recent message. I love as we're beginning January, the series that we're in, 23 and Me, because as the ball dropped and we're in this new year of 2023, there's some really interesting tie-ins that every time we hear the year can remind us of some important messages. And one of them that actually Pastor Todd noticed that I probably would have never thought about, but I think is just brilliant, and that is the 20th chapter of the Bible is the book of Proverbs. And the third, the third chapter of the 20th book of the Bible, not chapter, the 20th book of the Bible, Proverbs, the third chapter, is one of those great chapters of the Bible filled with wisdom that can guide us. And so we're going to be looking at Proverbs chapter three um, to learn this wisdom in January, which is so significant. But I also love, you know, the genetic research company 23andMe that will kind of take our, do a DNA background and find out a little bit of our roots and our heritage. Well, I did that about six years ago. So I got the little kit and you have to put a little saliva in a vial and uh, I had to have Pastor Todd help me. And it just so happened, it was in January 2017 and I had a really bad head cold. And whatever sample I got was disgusting. In fact, Todd, thank goodness we didn't take a picture because nobody would want to see this. It was horrible, it was awful, it was disgusting. Somehow we got it in the vial and I mailed it off and not long afterwards I got a message from the company that said, we don't know what to do with this. (laughs) Could you please send us some more saliva? (laughs) So anyway, I did, I took uh, another sample and sent it in, and I'm like Pastor Sterling shared last week, got some surprises. And Jay, back there, Jay, I don't know if I shared reports, so Jay's gonna learn a little bit about his roots today. I discovered, more than I thought, we're 89% British, Scottish, Irish. So that's 89% of me. I was surprised I didn't know a little sliver Scandinavian little sliver of Italian, but the big surprise was forever we thought, I thought I was one-eighth Native American. And so we thought that through my dad's side of the family that that's who we were. I discovered that would be about 12%, but I discovered that I'm only 4% Native American, a lot less than I thought. I was really kind of disappointed (laughs) because I love my Native American roots. But anyway, it was interesting as we think about that and understand a little bit of our makeup I was thinking about what about our spiritual DNA? Those core values deep inside of us that guide us and help us live. Because if Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, then literally the spirit of Jesus lives in us and is a part of that DNA that guides us. How Jesus lived and what he taught, his love and his forgiveness and his mercy and the way that he responded to people ought to guide us. It ought to be inside of us. And when we find ourselves in times of trouble, we go deep and we tap into that Jesus DNA inside of us. And I submit to you, Proverbs chapter 3 that we're studying is full of wonderful wisdom that needs to be in our DNA particularly the passage that we have today is so profound. So if you have your Bibles, let's turn to the book of Proverbs. 
which is the 20th book of the Bible, the third chapter, and we're going to be looking at verses 5 through 8. Proverbs 3, 5 through 8. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own insight. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord, and turn away from evil. It will be a healing for your flesh, and a refreshment for your body. What a great verse. Literally, we can just start every day of this year with that verse and meditate about that and think about that, and it will be a terrific spiritual guide for us. In fact, I was fascinated. There was a great rabbi that once was asked, is there any verse in the Bible on which all the rest of Judaism hinges? And he thought about it, and he said, yes, I believe that there is. All our hope and all our work, he said, are dependent on Proverbs 3, 6, that verse that we just heard, and all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. And all our ways acknowledge him. Think about what that means. In all of life, our business is to acknowledge the Lord, to understand that we acknowledge him not just when we come to church or we come to Bible study, and all of life. I love what one Danish theologian said. We are to have a theocentric perspective which is a fancy way of saying a God-centered perspective. We look for God in every part of life, not just at church, but we look for God at work and at home and at school and at play, in the grocery store. Because always we want to acknowledge the presence of God and let that presence, that reality be in our DNA. Because when we take verse six seriously and learn to acknowledge the Lord in all of life, it unlocks for us the promise of verse five. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight. What a great verse. Trust in the Lord with all our heart, not on our insight or our thoughts or our intuition. We get it wrong. Trust in the Lord. So how do we do that? One of the best definitions that I've ever heard, I've used it with us before, but comes from watching the circus and those trapeze artists. All my life, my favorite act in the circus are those trapeze artists. As they swing and do amazing things in the air and just fly around the room, it fascinates me, it scares me because I am terrified of heights. And as I watch them, I think there is no way in 20 universes I would ever attempt anything like that. It terrifies me, but there's a powerful spiritual lesson as we watch. Let's watch this little clip of these artists, these trapeze artists. Okay, Kyle, would you do that? No, there is no way, you you couldn't even push me off of that. I would go straight down. But there's something fascinating. There's a spiritual lesson to learn there. If you notice how that act happens, there are two parts of the trapeze artist. One person is the flyer. 
the one who swings and then lets go and gets as high as they can be. And then there is a catcher because when the flyer lets go and reaches that certain height, they freeze for just a split second and the catcher catches them. Now here's the trick. If the flyer tries to catch themselves, it's not gonna work. They will fall, they will be seriously injured. The key to being a flyer is to trust, to put yourself in that place, to freeze for just a split millisecond and trust that the catcher will be there. Isn't that what a life of faith is all about? Think about it, we're flyers, all of us, and God is the catcher. We do the best we can and we swing and eventually we let go and we get to the highest place that we can. But when we get there, we have to trust that God who is the catcher will catch us. Because if we try to catch ourselves, if we try to fix ourselves, if we try to make things happen, it will fail. We will mess it up. A life of faith is trusting that when we do the best we can, God is the catcher who will be there for us. Literally, we have to learn to let go and let God. Because let's be honest about the new year that we're about to enter. The truth of the matter is this year is gonna bring us tests. We're gonna have trials, we're gonna have temptations. There are gonna be times that the world is gonna seem so messed up that what is right is not happening and things are backward. And in those places, we, we sometimes want to fix it and make things happen or get frustrated. And when that happens, we need to take a deep breath and dig deep into our spiritual DNA and remember verse five, trust in the Lord with all our heart and do not rely on our own insight, our thoughts, our perceptions, trust in the Lord with all our heart because if we will do that, we will know that as bad as things may be, whatever we're facing, the story's not over yet. That's right, and, and the promise here, the promise here is enormous. Healing and refreshment, healing for your flesh and refreshment for your body. The promise is enormous. Healing and refreshment, revival. New life, revival. Revival in our minds and in our bodies and in our souls and in our families and in our marriages. At home, at work, in school. Revival, healing. In fact, I love the way, I love the, way the King James puts this verse. Um, in the King James Version, it says that it, it's about health. It's health to our navel and marrow, marrow to our bones. Healing, renewal, revival. It is about deep inner newness. It's, it's an enormous problem. Prom- promise, but, but so is the problem. So is the, the struggle, our, our fight. And Pastor John, Pastor John just, just talked about it. You see, the thing, about, the thing about being a flyer is that you gotta let go. At some point, you and me, we, we have to let go. 
We have to let go or else we're, we're just going to get stuck up there. Swinging back and forth, back and forth, forth to and fro, really without any point, we've got to let go or else we keep going back and forth, back and forth from, from, from doubt to faith and then right, right on back. From fear to courage and then, then right on back. If we're going to fly, if we're going to get caught, we, we have to let go. We have to let go and, and trust God with, with all our heart. We have to let go. We, you know what I mean? We have to let go of our past. Um, if this newness, if this deep inner newness, that sort of newness that only Jesus can give, if that, that newness is really what we're looking for, then it means that we have to put away the old. It means we have to let go of the old, let go of the past. In fact, a couple of weeks ago, I ran across this, this picture. It is a car and a truck and another truck on a trailer. <laughs> and, and that picture, that picture preached a sermon to me. Because there have been times, I can't tell you how often, there are times when my soul, my soul is just like that trailer, schlepping around the weight, schlepping around the tonnage of my guilt and my shame and my brokenness, towing around the, the weight of my past. And in those times, I, even, I can sometimes even fool myself to think that, that what I'm doing is actually good and right and noble and true, that, that somehow it is my, my, my sacred obligation. I, I, I can tell myself in those moments that that, carrying it around, that it's my penance. At a season like that, it's my penance. It's my, my penance for those times that I, that I didn't trust. I tell myself that it's my penance for those times I didn't turn away from evil. The thing is, Jesus, Jesus didn't die and rise again so that I could relive and relitigate my past over and over and over again. Jesus died, Jesus suffered and rose again so that, so that I could be released. Amen. So that I could be released from all of that. So I could be freed, so I could be freed from, from the weight, that I would be freed from, from the burden. Friends, we, we gotta let it go to let go of our past. In fact, what would it look like for us this morning? What would it look like for us to lay down everything that we're carrying right now? All that baggage. What would it look like for us this morning to lay down everything that we're carrying right here at this altar? In a few minutes, we're gonna come, a few minutes, we're gonna come to this table. A table of grace. Uh, the table set for us by our Savior on that night that he gave himself up for us. What would it look like? What would it look like for us this morning if we really took him up on his offer? Letting go of all of our guilt, trusting in all his goodness. We've got to let it go. We've got to let go of our past. And we gotta let go of our present, too. I mean, God has, has given us this day for a reason. We just gotta figure out what it is. And God has given us all of our abilities for a reason. We just have to figure out what that is. 
God has given us everything that God has given us for a reason. We just have to figure out what that reason is. That, that truth really struck me yesterday. Yesterday, after, after having him home for a little over a month, yesterday we sent Caleb back, back to Auburn. And, uh, and I was praying, I was, I was praying over his trip, I was praying, praying over this, this upcoming semester. And God, and I were, God and I were having a really honest, God and I were having a, a really hard conversation. And, and in a way that doesn't, that doesn't frequently happen for me, um, I felt God speak deep, deep in my guts. I felt God speak. I felt God move. It wasn't in my head where God most often meets me. No, it, was, it was down here. And I distinctly heard, I distinctly felt God saying, Todd, Todd, you've trusted me. You've trusted me with your life. But do you trust me with your son? It was a literal gut check moment. And I needed it. I needed that moment. I needed that question. I needed that, 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 that realization in, in, in and of myself. I needed to say, I needed that realization to be able to say, yes, God. Yes, I, I trust you with everything that I hold most dear. At least I'm trying. I needed that realization. We need, every day, we need that realization. Every day, we need that moment. We need that encounter, that, that gut-checking, eye-opening, hand-opening encounter that, that reminds us, that reminds us of the truth, that, that reminds us of the goodness and the glory of God, that reminds us what that sort of trust is, is really all about every day. Every day, you and me, we need... We need to echo the words of Jesus from the cross. Every day we need to pray, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. Every day you and I, we need to, we need to echo the words of the psalmist, Lord, I give you this day. Every day we, we need to pray, come to me, God. Search me, know my heart, test me, know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any wicked way in me. Lead me in the way everlasting. Every day. Every day letting go and trusting God with our past. Every day letting go and, and trusting God with our present. And every day letting go and trusting God with our future. Over this, uh, over this Christmas break, one night, the boys and I, uh, the three of us, we got hungry. And, I mean, it's been known to happen. Uh, we, we got hungry over Christmas, and it was nighttime, and, and we weren't, it wasn't like we weren't, we weren't food hungry, but we were, we were munchy hungry. You know what I mean? We were just munchy hungry, and we determined, we decided that what we really wanted, the boys and I, what we really, we wanted a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> All right? We've all, had, we've all had that moment, right? It's church, don't lie. We've all had that moment. Um, we all wanted Krispy Kreme donuts. It was not Sunday, so we couldn't just, you know, go across the hall and, and grab some. Um, uh, but it was cold outside. None of us wanted to go get them. Uh, we wanted Krispy Kreme, but we weren't willing to put the effort in. We didn't want to go and fight the cold. We didn't want to drive across town and go pick them up. And so I will confess to you that I sinned. 
It was like laziness and gluttony all in one fell swoop. Um, I will confess to you that I door dashed Krispy Kreme. It's amazing. Did you know you could do it? They will deliver Krispy Kremes even hot to your door. Um, I will confess, I had, I had DoorDash bring us a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts. So you know, with DoorDash, whenever your driver is getting close, they send you a text message just to kind of let you know. Um, apparently, our driver's name was Jesus. And so, whenever the text came in, this is what it said. <laughs> like, yeah, that's my sort of Lord right there. Jesus is approaching with your order from Krispy Kreme. Thank you, Jesus. Um, So after I get this most excellent text message, um, and after I pick myself up off the floor, uh, it it got me to thinking, It, it got me to wondering, how often is that our expectation of Jesus? Like, how often is that our expectation of faith? That somehow we think once we have it, that once we have faith, that somehow everything is just going to work out. Somehow we think that, that everything is just going to be hunky-dory and great. Somehow we think that once we have faith, once we have, once we have Jesus, all of life is going to be nothing but butterflies and Krispy Kremes. And friends, it just doesn't work that way. I mean, there's a reason, there's a reason why the symbol of our faith is a cross. It's because this this life, it's hard, and it's painful, and it's scary. It's a way of surrender and service and and self-sacrifice. And when we go through, when we go through this life with our priorities and when we have our expectations, our expectations of the future, when they're all out of whack, all it sets us up to do is to live in disappointment. And not for nothing, but that's, that's the wrong question for us to be asking anyways. It's the wrong way for us to be looking at it anyways because life, because faith, because trust, it's not about God meeting our expectations. It's about us daring to meet His. It's about us daring to meet God's expectations of us, God's expectations that we will love Him and each other. God's expectations that that we will deny ourselves and pick up our cross and follow. God's expectations that, that, that we will hear these words and we'll actually do something about them. Trusting God's plan, discerning and trusting God's plan for our life because God is trustworthy. So let go. Let go, let, let go of all of those expectations and, and just let God surprise you. Let go. Let go of all of that control because it's, it's, it's just an illusion anyway, let go. Let go of that fear, that, that worry, all of our worry about outcomes and consequences. Let's just endeavor to do the right thing and then just let's let the chips fall where they may. Trusting that, that God is up to something, trusting that God is up to something spectacular. And maybe it is we just, we just can't see it yet. Past, present, future, 
Friends, friend, here and now, this is a new year filled with with new opportunities for newness. The time for the renewing of our hearts and minds and souls for us to rededicate ourselves to the faith with trust, with trust deep down in our DNA. As we pray. Our Lord, it's, it's hard. Lord, it is mighty hard to let go. It's, it's hard for us to let go of those things that we think matter. It's hard for us to let go of the things that we think we love, those things we think give us importance and meaning and safety. God, it's hard to let go. And so we pray for courage. We pray for, God, we pray for strength. God, that you would give us the ability, the desire to let go of anything that isn't of you. That you would give us the ability and the strength to let go of everything that isn't you. And in so doing, God, we pray for a spirit of revival. God, we pray for a spirit of revival in in our homes and in our hearts. God, a spirit of revival in this church and in this community, God, and in your world. God, we pray for a sense of newness. The the newness and the power of your Holy Spirit that would guide us and, and lead us. Lord, renew us. The way we think, the way we live, the way we love. God, embolden us. And this morning, we pray for the ability to trust. God, to let go and and to let you catch us. God, we pray for those who have not yet ever made that first step, but who are curious. Those who are interested in what a life of faith looks like, Lord, we pray for the boldness that they would take that first step. And God, for the rest of us, we pray for the boldness to take that next step. Lord, help us to near you as you have neared us. God, come to us and take us and change us and use us. God, use us for the glory of your name, because it's in that name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss new releases. We'll have new podcasts coming out all the time. Be sure to check us out online at whiteschapelumc.com. Please download the WC Life app and follow us on social media to stay up to date with all things WC.